0: This podcast is brought to you by ThamesCon, bringing conventions to Oxford and London, including The Great Conjunction, the first-ever dark crystal convention in the world. For more information, visit their website at www.thegreatconjunction.com.
1: Another world, another time, in the Age of Wonder.
0: You are listening to
2: Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone Deia Teya Dera Teya.
0: Your vital essence, of the dark crystal.
2: Keda, kira, kira.
0: Come,
1: come, see for yourself. Oru, Goru, how very interesting.
0: Dea, Teya.
1: I feel the Song of Thra in my heart! Now go, you heroes of Thra!
2: Hello everybody, and welcome to Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal podcast. I'm your host, Sydney. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in, uh, for joining us today. I have a very special guest with me today. We all know that uh, the art in the world of the Dark Crystal is iconic, it's legendary. And we have uh, always associated the names Brian and Wendy Froud with the world of the Dark Crystal. And now we have um, a new name up on that Pantheon for, uh, in, in recent years and probably for the next very long while. We have Iris compete with us today. And I am just so excited. Iris, um, or Edis, as uh,
1: they would, you would say in your native tongue, how are you doing today? Hi, Sydney. I'm doing fine. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. And I'm thank so you. Excited. You you gave me chills with that, like the pantheon of the doctors. I'm like, oh, oh.
2: well, you know, it's, it's absolutely true. I mean, if uh, my display shelves are any indicator of the pantheon <laughs> of dark crystal artwork, it's just, there's crowd everywhere. And now there's mm. those compete everywhere oh. <laughs> as well, uh, c- competing with the rest of my art. Oh. <laughs> um, that's so nice. That's, that's,
1: you know, I couldn't have dreamed ab- of this. Like this is this wildest dreams.
2: Yeah, I can, I can only imagine, I mean, I I definitely feel that way just getting to um, speak with so many of the people who have been involved with uh, all of the new creations of the Dark Crystal and and all of the legends and I feel every day just to just to get to talk to people like wow this is my life but to be able to (laughs) actually you know look look on a shelf and see your name you know in the same paragraph with the frouds or with the likes of alan lee and guillermo del toro i mean you really have joined joined a pantheon and um, it is crazy yeah I,
1: i i you know i still believe i still think i'm in this parallel universe or you know i'm still dreaming and i i have to pinch myself each and every day because like I said, this is my life now, and it's just I never thought that this could happen, and especially I come from a really, really tiny place mm-hmm. in the Netherlands, in the middle of nowhere. Um, our our village is like a village; uh, is just one street. That's the village. That's the whole wow. entire village, and I grew up there. And then all of a sudden, you're you're creating art, and it's seen, and it's 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 right up there with your heroes, the, the people who actually I always jokingly say to, to Brian and Alan, it's like, it's your fault that I don't have a steady paying day job. Because <laughs> it's it is their fault that I wanted to be an artist when I was seven years old. So I'll well, not fault, fault, you know, but they 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 inspired me so much and I was like, oh you can actually, this is actually somebody's job. I want that job. I want to Absolutely. do this. And, uh, and now you know, to be able to do that and, and be in contact with all those people, it's like, it's insane. It is it, just, you know, I'm just living the dream and I'm just enjoying every single day because, you know, you never know when it's going to be uh, ending, and you know, just ride that wave.
2: <laughs> well, the amazing thing about art, and I feel especially when it comes to fantasy art, you um, with the dark crystal, I feel that there, that, that moment, that wave never really ends because that, what you've created and what you've put out into the world, that, that lives on. That's yeah. always going to, going to be there. And that's always going to be a part of history. So it's, it's a whole different thing. I think than you know, like an actor or, <laughs> a, you know, an internet celebrity, for example, because you're doing something that really is just part of history yeah. and is going to be yeah. out there forever and ever
1: yeah yeah I was very conscious about that when I um took on this job as well you know it's a job but it's it's also um I set out I wanted to be paying homage to what came before and what is Dark Crystal and uh all those talented people created together and I was asked to put my my own stamp on it like put my my vision onto some of it and um, that's a tremendous honor and uh is not something I could have done without the team I was working with so everybody at inside and every like Adam for the writing and then Brian and Wendy and everybody at Hanson it is you know I never it's not me it's everyone It's really
2: amazing. You're um, just another one of our our guests that have told this just same story, everyone that we've spoken to thus far, whether they're a producer, a director, a writer, a writer in the comics, a writer for the show, puppeteers, everybody Mm -hmm. that we've spoken to has told this story of just this fellowship, you know, for, for a lack of a less Lord of the Ringsy word. Um, <laughs> they're yeah. just this, this whole collaboration of everyone is just so in love with it collectively. Yeah. And yeah. that's what fuels it. It's, you know, there's, it doesn't seem to be a whole lot of like drama, you know, no, other than not. just, you know, not at all. <laughs> just, I, I seems. it's a big family you guys are all just a big family of Thra and it's just it really shows I think that it makes such a huge difference
1: I think everybody is so well aware of how important Dark Crystal and and Thra is to so many people and there's no room for ego this is not about me as an artist this is not about my name or anything it is about Thra. It's about all the Gelfling and all the creatures, and um, it's about you know paying homage and 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 honoring all that has come before. Yeah, it's about passion, and, and and I think that's most important. And it's not like ego. Leave it at the door. It's not important.
2: Absolutely. If if only uh, all all industry could think like that, though, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Think everything needs a little dose of that dark crystal mentality. Yeah, nowadays. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say you you walk uh, a really interesting line here. You're sort of at a really unique point of history in the dark crystal franchise. I would say because you're you're really bridging a gap between generations. This role that you're playing right now, because obviously you you weren't um, an original concept artist on the film in in you know 1982 but here you are bringing you know breathing life into creatures and characters that are a part of that legacy and that we did see in the original film as well as overlapping and and building that bridge in between the original parts of the franchise and the film and then the the new parts of the
1: franchise the
2: show and and all of the comic books yeah yeah
1: definitely that was um Uh, a challenge
2: (laughs) would you say you had a um, a lot of freedom a lot of wiggle room as far as putting your own interpretation on the creatures that already existed from the films so you really got to got to play around
1: yeah I I really uh was given all the trust and all you know they they trusted me as an artist and that felt so very good as I believe that if you If you ask an artist to do something, you have to trust them completely to actually know what they're doing. Uh, In this case, it was actually Brian and Wendy who said that I was the only one they can envision to do this book. That's what they said to the publisher. That's what I I got in an email from the publisher. And that was where, where I just cried when I read that because that was like... Oh, <laughs> that was going to be my next question. How long until you could breathe after that? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's the thing with publishing. Um, I was asked a year, like in 2019, I think, I was mm-hmm. asked if I would be interested in doing this. But then you have to wait until it actually happens. And I, I, I think I got the manuscript in December of 2000. I actually was asked in 2018, I think, and I got the, the manuscript in 2019 uh december and then uh january i started like really started and on 20th of january i went to visit brian and wendy with a huge stack of sketches to make sure like hey am i grasping is this this is this um just to to know if i was on the right track
2: Mm -hmm.
1: but um so i i had to wait a year to hear back from the publisher if it was even going to go ahead and so I had this email of do you want to do a bestiary of dark crystal and then you hear nothing it's crickets for months and months and months and your your mood is just this is never gonna happen I'm so sad <laughs> and agonizing. all of, yeah it's agonizing but that's publishing for you there's there's all these emotions to go through and when that happened when it actually happened when i signed that contract of you're going to do this it was like what did i just do mm-hmm. am i oh, i can i do this can i you know can i do this because you're you're stepping into some really 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 big shoes there and i know people i've seen people react like oh there's no new brian froud artwork in there i'm so disappointed um and other people are really positive they're like i'm so happy that they choose to work with one artist throughout the entire book so there's always going to be that people who, you know, miss Brian. I miss Brian. I want a new book with anything Brian does because <laughs> I have a big collection of that. And I love seeing his work, but you know, um, he's, he's worked on, on, on age of resistance for quite a while. And he was like, i want to do something else for the moment. <laughs> and yeah, I think absolutely. you can do this, but, uh, there's definitely a the weight put on your shoulders, mm-hmm. uh, because you have to step into those shoes and you you want to honor it and you don't want to mess it up and you don't you don't want to disappoint people because there's people who who just live and breathe for um, and know everything so you you have to be um, I I, there's moments that uh, I remember that um, some of my sketches were flipped Mm -hmm. um, and resulting in uh, the eye of Augra being on the wrong side, you know, all these, oh. it's like, uh, you can't do that because uh, it's all these things you had to be conscious about. Like there is yeah. a reason and I spoke to Brian. There's a reason for all the squiggles and all the lines and everything in yeah. those mystics. Yeah. It's not just a squiggle mm-hmm. it has a reason. Yeah. So with all that in mind, I, I set out to, you know, get all these, the comics and the the movie and everything and then I had the information and I was like okay let's let's see how I can put my stamp on this and luckily um, I was able to to just go and and do what I always do and uh, everything got approved by Hanson and and uh, they they I got emails back that they absolutely loved what I was doing so it's like yes I've got it like I I'm on the right track
2: I mean, how high do you have to jump off the ground when you get news like that, when you, when you hear things like that? I mean, I, we talk a lot with our guests about walking that line between being a fan and, and being um, a professional, so to speak, yeah. <laughs> um, because so many of the people involved in this, in this world and in, in this franchise are fans themselves and have been a fan of the Dark Crystal since they were kids. And so when you step into these shoes, as you say, or in your case, you're stepping into shoes and sort of building your own shoes at the same mm. time, you're probably spending a good deal of that time just freaking out, you know, like he's like, I can't believe I'm still doing this. So yeah, do, you, yeah. do you find that that um, creates a new challenge for you to be able to, to sort of fight that inner fangirl or does that sort of serve as another kind of fuel for you? Do you think it helps? Um,
1: for me, uh, it, it didn't really bother me that much. I, I was just very honored and humbled to be part of this, to, to be able to be part of this, because yeah. I know there's lots and lots of people who would want what I am doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't take it for granted at all. And I was just, you know, I, I do my best to, to honor this. Um, but for me, what did cripple me was um, the thought of people, wanted to see things like brian does and brian has a certain style and um i after talking with brian and seeing his sketches and and all that kind of uh he showed me his original sketches for age of resistance and Mm -hmm. um so there's a lot of we have a lot of similar things when we work and it just flowed naturally for me that's how i work and he works in a similar way so it felt really okay uh, natural but when I first began I I, I felt so like people want to see Brian's art so I have to it has to look like Brian's art and that crippled me and 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 that was like I couldn't I couldn't produce I couldn't create I I had that for a couple of days and then I was like no you have to stop this um they asked you for a reason and the reason is your art so you have to do it your way so that helped and then yes I'm a fan absolutely but um that that was put on the back like that was on the background um
2: with your ego yeah
1: Yeah. definitely yeah (laughs) no room for this because I had a job to do I had a task to do and it was I think I created over a thousand sketches or a thousand pieces in just like three and a half months four months I think I was literally sketching every single day for hours and hours and hours and so many of those sketches didn't make it in the book but I I I create them because I that's the way I work is I I try to see them in my head see how they move I try to answer questions that I've you know how what does this creature eat how does he hunt how what 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 does his dwelling look like and there's a lot of creatures in the we know nothing about. Like the kids, where does it you know where it lives? what it eats probably but you don't know it's family structure or you know social structures and stuff. And these things I think about when I'm doing right. these, the cre- these these, these uh, sketches but yeah I had to to put my fangirl out at the door <laughs> because it would have would have definitely uh, blocked my my flow of creation yeah. and I had a deadline so I had yeah. to uh, I had to be professional yeah. and I had to work and I had to make it as good as possible so people wouldn't be disappointed that it wasn't Brian doing doing it (laughs) that (laughs) that was definitely the the worst thing it's like oh I I hope I don't disappoint people (laughs) that was the toughest thing
2: what what I think is amazing is that it's great to have new artists and and other creators come in pick up the torch be inspired by what was before and then evolve it and, you know, bring, breathe new life into the world so that things can just continue to grow and expand. And if you look at the fan base of the dark crystal, there are so many creators out there. The Mm -hmm. fan art is infinite. There are so many artists who are inspired by this world. And I, I noticed uh, that in the art community, a lot of uh, young artists are doing, your your fairy workouts and they're yeah. learning from you yeah and you're sort of taking that that evolution that passing the torch and you're continuing that by then inspiring more artists how, how did that come about what started your uh this this new phase of not just creating but also teaching and imparting knowledge and and helping other artists to flourish as well
1: Um, well it it probably all started for me like five years ago I wanted to stop pursuing a career in the arts it's literally five years ago I was not getting anywhere I was not being hired I was not getting any jobs and it was so frustrating and I was still working a day job as a graphic designer and I was like you know what Um, I I was starting to hate art because everything everything I tried just failed like nobody hired me I wasn't getting into annuals or wasn't getting you know wasn't being seen my my social media flowing was next to nothing and it was so frustrating I was like you know I don't like art anymore um and at that moment like what am I even doing why am I trying so hard to fit in because obviously what I love is not what other people love and um I went back to what I felt like uh, when I found uh, Fairies by Brian and Alan. Mm -hmm. And I was seven years old when I when I first saw that book and decided, yes, I want to do that. So I went back to that feeling because as a kid, you you draw and you create without any constriction, like there's nothing holding you back. And I wanted that feeling back because I had lost that. And I started doing fairy sketches and that resulted in, in in this book, you know, Fairies of the Fold Lines, which, which is I
2: cannot wait to have <laughs> on my desk. You have no yes. idea.
1: It's it's going to be really re released in uh June. Um I've I actually just finished. Wait the final text edits and and stuff like that so it's it's I'm
2: so excited if there's anything i am more, more fan girl of a fangirl of than uh <laughs> than Dark Crystal it's all things to do with fairies I, yeah there's fairies yeah, everywhere
1: and here's, <laughs> here's the thing I never set out to do fairies because in the Netherlands if you say you do fantasy art they immediately think, oh, you draw fairies, pink fairies with, you know, glittery wings and stuff like that. And Tinkerbell. I am like, oh, I don't do that. <laughs> so I was like, I'm never going to draw fairies. <laughs> you know, I, all of a sudden I started doing fairies, but fairies that I th- saw and I thought about, like the the, the real ones, the nature spirits, mm-hmm. the, the, the gnarly ones, the, the ugly ones, everything. Right. And And, you know, all of a sudden, everything clicked clients found me uh everything was just this natural flow and even meeting Brian and he has a he has written a foreword for this book and then now Alan has written for uh, an extra foreword as well and then Guillermo del Toro has written uh a little something and I can uh, I this is an exclusive even Tony Detalizzi has written something stop it yes so this is nobody knows this yet so you're getting the exclusive um yeah and 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 then john how all these people who have been very fundamental in in storytelling for me yeah have given their almost stamp of approval which is amazing um but everything flowed and everything just clicked In the right place and that shows to me that if you are doing art that you enjoy that you want to see in this world Mm -hmm. um it'll find its its audience and um i think that happened and a natural flow for me was i was given these opportunities and i've had people helping me uh, or you know inspiring me and um, I don't really care about having a name of being famous I, I hate the word word influence of those, so please never call me an influencer because it's not um, but I want <laughs> right there with you yeah I want people and I want artists to know the joy I'm feeling and I want more people to be able to do what I'm doing or, um, you know, I have the best job in the world and I, I would want this for so many people. And if that means I can um, help a little by by doing those fairy workouts on, on school schoolism, which aren't really classes, it's just a way of people letting go, letting everything go and just trust your feeling and, and have fun creating because we are so often forgetting about the fun and creating and all we're only uh occupied with the end result yeah. and the likes you get on instagram and on, on twitter and yeah. on facebook and it is so toxic you you have to enjoy the the travel towards the end goal i don't yeah. you know once it's there it's there but it's so fun to to create and um i'm always so honored and you know very grateful that i'm able to step into my studio and sit behind my desk here and just create and and um you know hopefully inspire people like like what ellen and ryan did for me that's if even if it's just one little boy or girl or whoever um that sees my book and thinks i want to do that when i when i grow up that's all i want yeah. that's yeah. that's that's why you're you know that's for me that's why you're an artist to inspire to give people hope to give people uh an escape to a world uh, where everything's possible and also especially with my fairies book um that's a means to for people to see the world with extraordinary eyes again to to not look at things that we've looked at all you know in the same way every single day but to step out their doors and and look to the ground see a stone and think oh that could be a dragon egg Mm -hmm. everything you did as a child and we forgot to do or we were taught to stop doing when we grew up and that is what I hope to be able to do Yeah and that's a long-winded fantasy. answer
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're we're undoing conditioning as artists yeah. as fantasy artists undoing that conditioning to uh associate growing up with losing wonderment somehow
1: yeah as if, yeah. As
2: if you as if they're mutually exclusive wonderment and adulthood like why yeah why should that be the case
1: all of a so, sudden you you're not supposed to dream and not supposed to think about things that might be who's yeah you're telling me that I
2: can't believe in fairies because I'm 31 no I don't (laughs) want to I don't want to live in that world excuse you
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah and especially in this time where things are really tough I think everybody is like really struggling to 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 um to survive almost and there's then there's dark crystal and there's labyrinth and there's hopefully fairies uh, that can pull you through and give you hope and give you a little bit of a ray of sunshine that there is beauty in the world and you can see it and it's right at your doorstep and and you too can be part of it Um, and that's what I love about especially as well Dark Crystal, it's such a hopeful beautiful, beautiful story it's so many strong strong characters and You know, nothing is in, like, nothing doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, everything has a purpose. And and uh, when you look at the, the movie and at the series, the, the amount of detail in the background. Yeah. And that shows to me that they're paying attention and they're paying attention to the little things. And the little things matter. And especially yeah. in these days, little things matter so much.
2: Yeah. And wouldn't you say it's it's so uh, important, the timing that Age of Resistance mm. happened. We we couldn't have uh, asked for it at a better time yeah. for us to be going back to Throg, getting the story and the characters of Age of Resistance and then thus revisiting the original film and all of the yeah. other material that's out there pertaining to The Dark Crystal. I feel like what better time than this past year, this past yeah. three years, for for us to be diving back into the world and for new fans of the dark crystal oh yeah
1: yeah yeah definitely I'm so excited for that
2: such apt timing honestly and and what an opportune time for you to be setting foot in that (laughs) that's
1: yeah it's it's like I said everything just you know clicked and everything just fit like a puzzle and um, I know people are very disappointed that there's as of yet no uh season two um but i like that little that bit we at least have yeah well as, you know, of <laughs> as of yet as of yeah uh, because we had the movie and then years later there was a series nobody thought that this would ever happen
2: exactly
1: so i'm very positive it might take another 20 years 30 years who knows i don't care you know we have at least this Gem of a series of a season one, and there's so many creators creating new stories for Thra. We're not stuck with nothing, there is so much, and we should be grateful and we should be thankful for all those people just continuing absolutely um, and not giving up on Thra, which is hats off to them. Well, not this hat, but (laughs) hats (laughs) off.
2: Yeah, I, I've been preaching that exact same yeah. mantra all the time, you know, because, man, that that first couple of weeks, that first couple of months after they announced that uh, we yeah. would be immediately getting a, a season two, there was just such a a darkening that sort of fell <laughs> <into the laughs> fandom for a minute. All the art started slowing down. People were just like, oh, I can't even watch it anymore. I'm so depressed. And, you know, every time we recorded an episode... Um, I feel like the most important thing is just exactly what you said. Just look at how much we have that we never would have thought in a million years we would have had. Like, yeah. sure, it took thirty years, but it had to happen. Now, I yeah. don't think that uh, we would have had something quite like Age of Resistance mm-hmm. if they had pushed through it mm-hmm. even ten years ago.
1: If, it was um, absolutely we, perfect. Absolutely yeah. perfect. Every single second, just oozes passion and I've watched this uh, so often because there's a lot of creatures in the book that that they didn't Hanson didn't have pictures or there wasn't there was no reference material for me or just right really teeny tiny pictures right. so I sat there just pausing every single second like okay and then draw pause draw pause draw <laughs> and it was just and that way I was so focused on the teeny tiny details <laughs> and um it was amazing and and it is the question i get a lot like when i post something about the dark crystal immediately there's always one or two people there's no what about season two and i'm like i'm just i don't know (laughs) don't rip up this wound just you know let's be happy
2: for what we have now look at yeah Let's yeah look, let's look at what we presently have that we can be grateful for that we didn't have two years ago, you know that yeah and there's so incredible. much
1: there's so much there's there's oh like yeah it and like the, I love what Corey Godby is doing with uh with everything it's just to die for absolutely and I'm grateful for him doing that,
2: yeah, I mean, the two of you i gotta say have just five years ago you never uh so many of us wouldn't have been able to be convinced that there could be any other artist that, <laughs> that could sit on our shelf next to the Fraud work because it's just not the same it's not the oh, same no, thing but, but the no. point is that it shouldn't be in a way no. it's no. the same spirit but it's not the same and it shouldn't be the same no. because it's the
1: world isn't it's, the same it's a continuation of what what brian uh, began and then um it's it's you know it's like a, um it's not a marathon but w- what is it called when you pass the stick and just th- the other one starts running um oh
2: passing the torch the baton
1: yeah yeah something like that and then we're just you know building upon what he has left and then adding to it and it will forever just that's a beautiful thing it will never be stagnant it will always grow right so right. Thra will always survive because there's people who are um just loving that that world so much to add yeah. to it um yeah. and and that's that's amazing because it will always give you something new
2: yeah
1: and um it's a growing living thing um mm-hmm and yeah i I personally never set out to be like brian um I, the way I work is the way I work and i i that is an uh, uh th- that style evolved naturally um but we are similar artists in a way that the way we there's 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 I've talked with Brian so often and there's things that I, I'm, he says to me and it's like yes that's exactly how I feel and it feels yeah. so nice to be recognized and yeah. so nice to hear that oh so I'm not that crazy because <laughs> you're crazy as well yeah
0: every we yeah. joke yeah All and, we joke. He, he,
1: yeah, and he, he he tells me oh you're such a giant and I, yeah but you're a gnome it's just banter back and forth and uh but yeah it's 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 not about being the next brian or or fraud or uh it's about adding to and joining a family yeah and Corey does that amazing yeah and and there's so many artists who do that as well and and bring something new to to the table and to the world and i think that's just something to celebrate rather than to think well i i want more of this Nah, like, like ice milk, cream you want more milk. flavors
2: yeah yeah at least 31 at yeah. least <laughs> that might have been too American a joke <laughs> some of our listeners will get it um so it's just wow what it what a note to leave that on but uh it still just blows my mind to hear somebody saying oh when I joke around with Brian Froud and Alan Lee like I just literally last night was watching um lord of the rings extended features on a blu-ray and you know watching alan lee sketch (laughs) on the behind the scenes footage on lord of the rings and just like freaking out and fangirling over it even though i've watched it a million times and you're just like yeah we crack jokes together like that's just it's amazing that 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 exists in the world you know these are people who you said inspired you from the time that you were seven years old you said when you discovered fairies and uh were you were you a fan of dark crystal already as a as a young child as well when, yeah. what were your yeah. earliest experiences with the dark crystal when did you see the film the i film? i
1: i i don't remember what age i was i remember vividly that i was so scared of the sound of the gartham that oh clicking,
2: my goodness. The that, clicking.
1: That, that was just freaked me out <laughs> freaked me out um but yeah dark crystal um i labyrinth i just you know every single scene repeat um willow uh, legends yeah. uh, neverending um, so story i'm so glad you
2: mentioned legend does not get enough love does not <laughs> Oh, well, man. in my
1: book, it's getting a lot of love.
2: It's sitting, I have the VHS sitting right next to me. Oh, adult.
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I know I, I, I am an 80s child. So I grew up with all of this. And I think I, I'm, I'm so lucky to have had these movies in my life. Right. Um, and I was a dreamer and I was um, the youngest of three kids. And I, there was so ch- such an age difference that I was always on my own. And uh, I was just always drawing and always listening to fairy tales and always reading fairy tales. And that was my world. I was a dreamer and um, my parents let me. And um, so, so I, I've been very, very lucky in that sense that I've had a very uh, supportive background as well. And um, yeah, Dark Crystal for me, uh, I might not be as big a fan as as some of 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 your listeners uh because i i, I mess up things and i don't always remember names and stuff like that but yeah, that's um, not what it's about it's about soul it's about heart yeah. it's, it's it's there you know dark crystal yeah. is there and i i i aim to become augra when i as i grow older <laughs> like i love augra in such nobody can control augra not even augra can you know that nope. oh,
0: I love all. that. I love that. Yeah. I
1: want to be Oprah. She yeah. is the epitome of everything. When I interviewed Donna Kimball
2: and she said my name in the Oprah <laughs> voice, as soon as we got off the call, I cried for like half an hour. <laughs> <Like she> just- <laughs> love August so much I'm right there with you I, yeah. I really hope she listens to this and that she knows that that's what happened
1: after she did that um, well I hope but- <laughs> she I hope she does a ringtone for you with something
0: you know
2: <laughs> my goodness that would be I amazing she was she, when yeah when uh, we had a great conversation and and she's just did the same sort of thing that we're talking about with passing the torch from the original artists onto the new generation as well. Donna Kimball's another great example of that because obviously she wasn't the original voice of Agra in the film, but she's now just brought a whole new life that she's breathed into the character, so that new generations and new fans can continue to to love that character as well and I I feel like that's just what this entire Dark Crystal franchise is all about like you said it's the spirit it's not about how much knowledge you have it's not about how many of the pretty collectibles you can afford and have all over your shelf you know I brag about my shelf but it's pretty it's a humble shelf I'm not you know making it rain over here um but that, that isn't what it's about. It's about what speaks to your soul and the fact yeah. that this is a community of artists who are inspiring each other and connecting and yeah. finding our, our people and our fellows, just like you found with your childhood heroes are now you've discovered, like, these are my people. That's why the art yeah. resonates with yeah. you because yeah. you're, you're, gnomes and you're dwarves together <laughs> and your your you're fairy people. And um, yeah you know we we need that to continue we need that to it's always to always evolve it is home
1: it is it's home 100%. it's coming home um uh, for me that was the feeling i had it's like being accepted being being home being this warm loving uh environment and uh you know that's what you want to pass on as well yeah exactly. now it's my turn to to try and and create that for others um so yeah, it's 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 um it's a wonderful um uh, experience to have. And I still think I'm dreaming. So <laughs> I'm still waiting to wake up and think, oh, it was a dream. It was all a dream.
0: Yeah. Um
1: I still because of COVID, you can't go anywhere. So I haven't seen the book out in the wild. I see it on mm-hmm. online and stuff, but you know, yeah, you I think, know. oh well, it's not tangible, but you can't wait to go to a bookstore and just to see it on a shelf and just freak out about that (laughs) it's just like oh that's my name yeah Um, I'm so happy that they put my name on the cover because usually they don't and it's like oh I'm on the cover
2: incredible it's awesome and yeah yeah, I, I absolutely agree there's something special about seeing it physically there that you know you can see it on a shelf and know that other people can walk by and see it And, you know, even just, you know, I don't have my name on the covers out there, but I get excited when I see the Dark Crystal out on shelves again, after years of being the weird kid who liked this 80s movies that that nobody else my age was into. And (laughs) I was the kid who believed in berries and, and, you know, Dark Crystal wasn't mainstream on all the shelves when you went to the bookstores. And Back when we were still going to bookstores in 2019, right around when Age of Resistance* was about to come out and, you know, COVID hadn't happened yet. And all of uh, Joe Lee's novels, the young adult novels, were all on the shelves because, you know, they were new and they were promoting the new show that was going to come out. And I was just get so stoked that Barnes yeah. & and Noble and the little... Um, independent bookstore on the street both had dark crystal on the shelves that I was yeah. like what universe am I living in how crazy yeah. is that I love it but it it's-
1: shows that that fantasy or, or, or stories like dark crystal are so important and wow. they never go away they wow. never go away and no matter what uh, what happens it always be, will always be there and it just you know it 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 depends on how brave people are like how brave the money behind the productions are because yeah. um netflix was really brave to do yes. a season that is an expensive thing to do but yep. they did it, and i'm very thankful for that and i'm thankful for henson just and and taking everybody on board and and to to not cut corners anywhere it's like yes that is I'm so thankful that there's people that still believe in in in, in magic and still believe yeah. in things like this to be happening to happen. Yeah. And uh, we're not all not everything is is um you know I don't want to throw shades but thirty shades of, of, of how many shades of gray you know that kind of yeah stuff that one something like that you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, we're um, thousands of shades of purple instead. Yes, <laughs> and purple is such a beautiful color.
2: <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. There's there's just something special about uh, fantasy in general, and yeah, you know, to to take us away from those those things that you're uh, that we will not speak of. But, <laughs> <laughs> so. I do, I did want to ask, and I'm sure uh, a lot of people listening are wondering as well of all of the amazing creatures that you have uh, <laughs> given life to in, in the bestiary. What are some of your favorites that you think, you know, maybe they were the most fun for you to draw, or maybe you look at them and you think, man, I wish this guy was, was real? Um, what, what are some of your favorite ones from, from the bestiary?
1: So difficult. Because each and every one has, has its own, you know, its own beauty and its own quirkiness. Obviously, I love Ogre, uh, but I, I when it comes to the, the, the well-known characters, there was little for me to deviate from. I had to be that character in that way that, you know, what it looked like in the show or in the movie. Uh, but I was very, um, I think, let's see oh it's so difficult
2: <laughs> there asking. are so many There yeah. are so many honestly and you know we hear so many people say like oh fizz gig is going to be my favorite forever and um but there's so many new oh, creatures I love him. Too. there's so many new great creatures too the the one the little snail guy that comes out of the tree that glows he, the thrush I'm a, bog. yes yeah I'm i love obsessed them. with so the thrush
1: i so want good.
2: a thrush pug in my house right now actually, I, I think that them.
1: would be such a great merchandise item as a little lamp bedside yeah. lamp yeah. that you yeah. can plug in and it just glows people this is a hint yeah <laughs> i think yeah. you make a lot of money if you made those um I'd but buy yeah half the stock.
2: absolutely
1: yeah <laughs> thrush pugs are are amazing um yeah oh seedles i think seedles yeah yeah um i know the seedle look different in the comic uh-huh and I'm, I'm i i for some reason i read uh, adam's description right and i was like it doesn't like i don't relate that with that mm-hmm. and i just did my thing and i right I you know <laughs> i was like now this is it
2: reminding the listeners which one that guy
1: is i i should have had a book here because i could have sh- let, uh, shown it to you it's the one with uh the forest growing on its back
2: right absolutely yeah oh my goodness that guy i, I, so I awesome. love
1: drawing that one um but there's also um and i i'm 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 past- like blanking out on its name but there's um uh, a bird in the crystal desert uh oh. shrukel yes i think it's a shrukel um that has never been seen before so that is mm-hmm. completely my design and that because of that i'm like i made a design for the dog crystal so uh, forever that's fraud that's the shrukel forever <laughs>
2: Awesome. that was actually uh, going to be my next question do you think you had more fun on the creatures that were completely new and almost completely of your own design, or, or was it more fun for you to sort of dive into the ones that were more familiar that maybe you've seen a puppet for and you get a new interpretation of?
1: It was. Uh, I, I don't think I can talk in 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 terms of more fun because I, I enjoyed every single one of them. What I what I do believe is that it was very um, very difficult. It was very difficult to create. Um, it was a wonderful challenge to create creatures um, that have never before seen, but they have to fit into yeah, Thra. They have yeah. to have a Thra uh, feel to it and mm-hmm. Thra mood. Yes. So um, that was just a challenge I'd love to do. I, I really enjoyed doing that because it, um, it meant I could just, just freely create um, and I love drawing the mystics and the Skeksis and the two mystics that are new to the book and who right. have never been before seen. I was asked to do those as well. And I was like, yeah, but I can't, I don't feel right to draw new mystics when they have always been created by Brian. And mm-hmm. I, I I don't want to do that. I, I, I really don't. Like, it, it's an honor that I, I'm trusted to do it but i don't feel right to design you know design new mystics
2: so is that why we ha- we didn't see like skeksa the mariner and uh her counterpart um Ur- i'm totally I, blanking out on the the swimmer ursan the swimmer
1: um who they was- that, i i don't know why certain uh um certain creatures weren't um included that was a choice by henson and by uh the 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 publisher i just got a list but we have a time yeah we have two um the monk and one more just just one (laughs) i'm so bad at names i'm sorry everyone's like oh you're not a fan
2: (laughs) it's Um, 2 a.m my time i'm doing the same thing right now i'm sorry we we can take the heat together
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's 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 uh two new mystics in the book and right. um, um the swimmer
2: for sure was one that um, no no from- no no
1: the monk monk the swimmer was it the swimmer I'm yeah, not sure that
2: was uh she was I say she but because I interpreted it as a female mystic from the uh the Joe Lee novels, the counterpart to Skeksaw the Mariner and I think a lot of the fans who had read those novels were expecting you know more information on those particular characters because they're also kind of hinted at or Skeks the mariners in the comics now as well and so I think a lot of people were just like oh that's weird that they're not included I wonder why if there's like some secret that's you know have you, you to have to ask uh, but, the publisher yeah, and yeah.
1: Hanson because that yeah. was just you know I got list and, uh, and that was yeah. it um obviously you can there's there's many more to to include and uh higher up but you make
2: a really good point though that that would have put a new sort of level of of pressure on you in a way to have to design these new creatures that haven't had puppets at all
1: i Um, i for 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 the mystics those mystics that have never been seen before i felt wrong to to create them like wrong to design them because that's just Brian is still there he still does this so I I got back to the publisher and said now this I think this is something Brian needs to do and uh, I can then you know work from those sketches so that's what I did Uh, and and Brian sent me a couple of sketches and I took those and then did my thing with it Uh, so that was that was me working together with Brian directly (laughs) so that was a lifetime experience but yeah, the, the, there are some creatures in there that are completely my design, and I uh, enjoyed working with Adam to, to, oh, what does this creature do, and how does it, you know, how does it live, where does it live, what does it eat, all those things. And um, so the shrukel started out as uh, a really gnarly, dangerous bird for at first, and then, um, Adam was like yeah yeah but this is interpreted uh differently and all of a sudden it's now this goofy looking wonderful bird (laughs) that I absolutely love because it's so goofy (laughs) um so that was fun I love doing that and and collaborating with people and um people are always you did such a good job but I couldn't have done any of it with all without all these people in the team and and uh you know, I'm just one, one cog in this machine.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and that has been this, the case for everyone that we've spoken to has yeah. just, you know, no, there is really no ego anywhere to be seen in this franchise when it comes to the, to the creators. And it just, it, it makes all the difference in, in the final product, I think. So with our last few minutes, I, I, I didn't mean to save this one right till the end, but uh, I, I do, I couldn't help but but wonder because you work with uh, and are in communication with so many artists and inspired by so many artists who are associated with cinematic media as well as their illustrations. Um, artists, you know, like Alan Lee, obviously is synonymous with Lord of the Rings now. Mm. And you know Guillermo del Toro, of course. You know Brian Froud has his associations. The Frouds have their associations with all of these movies. And you have extensive experience in uh, graphic design as well. Do you see yourself ever evolving, sort of, into the world of cinema and doing uh, more than just illustrating the characters of these cinematic worlds, but maybe <laughs> participating in,
1: oh, in sure. a if cinematic have- creation? if they ask me I'll, I'll probably say yes
2: <laughs> but they have to ask me first <laughs> um, yeah of course and I don't know why they wouldn't but that is something we'll you could see yourself doing that's oh yeah yeah do. I'm so
1: here's the thing um everybody's always talking about a goal and stuff like that I, I don't have a goal an end goal I have a general direction and, and yeah. for me it's just I want to try so many different things yeah. um as an artist i i i enjoy all these different uh media and uh i love to do i i don't just want to do books i i would love to do a, a creature design for movies and stuff like that i have never you know, done a couple of things in the netherlands but i obviously if if Del Toro asks me to do uh, a creature design for a new movie or whatever uh yes please um oh i've even God. jokingly said um like everybody's always after the Kickstarter, which was a really great success of the fairies. Yeah, people were asking me, "What's your next big goal?" And I was like, "Oh, big goal, big goal," and I couldn't think of a, of any bigger goal than you know creating a fairies theme park. <sighs> Move over Disney!
0: I am will yeah.
1: take you through fairies of the fold lines. Um, I would just die and go right. To heaven. <laughs> we need that. We need that and yes. and you know I've, I've thought about uh, uh, snacks and you yeah, know all those kind of things and and right and stuff. and I'm like you know that's a big big goal, and everything in between is just a bonus. It's just a cherry yeah. on top and then like a li- a little bit extra whipped cream and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Um, but yeah, it's that's dream big dream big and we'll see what happens i'm just having fun and i'm just very very grateful of being able to do this and whatever comes on my path and sounds nice and if i can envision it if i see it in my mind's eye i know it's the right thing to do um so yeah yeah who knows and um my my Obviously, I want an animated or live action movie of *Fairies of the Fold Lines. I'm like, hint, hint, somebody, anyone? You know, the more <laughs> we
2: speak it into existence, yeah. we're
1: manifesting
2: it, the more we talk about it as yeah. if it's already so. Make it yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. Put it in yeah. the yeah. universe.
1: I, I would love to. And I know there's, pro, there's talks about doing a Labyrinth um, uh, sequel or prequel, mm-hmm. whatever. And everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, don't touch it. And I'm like, yes, do it. I would love to know what happens, but do it right, like the dark crystal. Do it right, and if you need somebody, hi, I (laughs) control. You know, yeah. I I think especially in this time I said it before we need fantasy we need this escape we need magic we need hope and everything that fantasy is is about giving hope and it's about giving an escape and it's about dreams and we had it in the 80s why not now it's why time not? why,
2: why not? not believe in fairies. Yeah. believe in thra believe
1: yeah and, yeah and, and just, just dreaming just, just keep those dreams alive and dream big because it's not about just one goal uh, have a general direction and have fun doing it it's like traveling it's not about the 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 the, uh, the end destination it's not about just going to uh, a certain place it's about the whole entire journey towards it that's neat. that needs to be fun and uh, i try to live my way my life that way and i try to do my business that way it's just whatever comes on my path what whatever crosses my path um and and it sounds nice and it's like um uh, uh Gandalf says it's always trust your nose <laughs> yeah yes. always always trust it and uh that's what I do so if somebody decides to uh, to say hey Edith we've seen your artwork and uh we want to work with you I would probably you know okay okay
2: <laughs> and we'll all be cheering you on and you know, waving our big foam. I'd be very grateful. And,
0: oh,
2: man, I. Well, and I, I Yeah, I, I. I hope and wish, right along with you, I'm dreaming just as big um, <laughs> that all of these things that that you're speaking of may may your journey continue to be as fruitful as it has been, and I can't see any reason why it wouldn't be. So. On, on that note, guys, you heard it here. Uh, I, I don't know how I could wrap up any better than, than everything uh, Edith has just summarized for us because, man, I mean, if you don't feel hopeful and full of dreams <laughs> now, you just, you don't have a soul and uh, this, isn't, this isn't the place for you. So uh, get out of here. Why, what are you doing? Why are you wasting our time? Uh, <laughs> so uh, Edith, thank you so very much. For for joining me today and for taking Thank a little you. time to let us into your your corner of Thra, and I'm really looking forward to Fairies of the Fault Lines. Uh, with with our last uh, minute here, why don't you plug in anything you you want to shout out? Where where do you want to direct our listeners to? What what do you want us to tell us what what to buy, where to
1: shop, where to go? <laughs> where to go? Well, my website you can easily find it. Just Google my name, Iris Compete um uh my website is iriscompete.art um and there is a, a direct link to pre-order the fairies of the Fault lines book if you cannot pre-order there uh just go to your local bookstore and just ask Absolutely. if they can order it because it it's going to be published uh around the globe if i'm not mistaken mistaken and um, it should be available everywhere um and then you know there's tons and tons and tons of artists around there that need a little bit of, uh, uh, of, of, of uh, support. So not just me, but I, I, I'd say just support artists, support them. Um, and you can do that just by sharing their artwork, just liking, commenting, uh, just giving just reach out and tell them how much you love their art, because it's so important because we slave away in our studios and never really we we throw our art online and that's it and it does make a difference if you reach out and say your work means so much to me um so yeah please just share share positivity with each other and and uh
2: that's it that's me being (laughs) wonderful Absolutely. Perfect. Perfect. And uh, we, of course, will have all of the necessary links in our show notes as well to direct you to uh, all things Edis Compete. And that being said, thank you so much for uh, listening to Trial by Stone. Uh, I've been Sydney. This has been Edis. And have a magical day and night and morning. Keep believing. I have
1: one more little thing to say
2: please as much if as you people
1: might. are interested in seeing all the non never seen before seen sketches of the bestiary they can do so on my patreon page there's uh-huh. a couple of there's like seven or eight videos that i made just me going through the pages, uh, stumbling over my words and stuff like that, but it's only exclusively available to patrons. Um, Link is on the website. Um, Sorry for plugging this. (laughs) I asked you to plug, plug, go for it. If people are interested in it. um, And it's basically, yeah you know, that's it. Sorry.
2: <laughs> awesome. No, thank you. And that's more for us to plug in our show notes. And, you know, we are all about supporting the artist community and we, we want to throw money at you. We want to see you. Succeed <laughs> Curtis, so do not, do not be sorry. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening and uh, we will see you next time on trial by stone.
0: If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. You can also like us on Facebook, follow on Twitter and Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, visit our website at www.darkcrystalpodcast.com. Thank you so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone. This podcast is brought to you by ThamesCon, bringing conventions to Oxford and London, including The Great Conjunction, the first ever dark crystal convention in the world. For more information, visit their website at www.thegreatconjunction.com.